time to talk AFL now on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Gather Round is done and dusted. From what we've seen, it's been a huge success in South Australia. Joining us now from AFL 360 to give us his thoughts, it's Timmy Hodges. Tim, good morning. Uh, good morning, Paul. Morning, Jerry. How are you, fellas? Very well, thank you, Tim. We can say from afar we thought Gather Round looked absolutely sensational. Yeah, I think it was a it was a resounding success. And the fact that the Premier and the State Government have already dished out, you know, over, um, you know, tens of millions of dollars to make sure they retain Gather Round into the future just goes to show how how much they enjoyed it, how desperate they are to keep it, how much they want to keep it away from other states as well. So, you know, I think it was a, a tremendous success and it's sort of one of those things that could only get better, I think, with the more time that they have to invest into it and especially some of the planning for next year. You know, if they're playing a game in the Barossa Valley, uh, like, you know, that would look spectacular. I think they'll get better at getting more and more people in to, to give them more and more time to, you know, people to plan their holidays, plan their trips, plan their flights, plan their accommodation. Um, yeah, so I think it was uh, it was an awesome success and uh, it'll already become, after one weekend, one of the highlights of the AFL calendar. Well, it's like everything in life. Once you've got a good idea, someone comes along and, and gets dirty and <laughs> wants to take it themselves. It's amazing how many places now want to have gather round and, and want it next year. Thankfully, that's yeah. I think that's it's just a, yeah, Jared. I think it's just a perfect melting pot. Like it's it's school holidays. It's it's Adelaide, so it's easy to get to. That's why I know a lot of people are talking about Perth would be ideal for it. And but really, the only way for people, especially on the east coast, to get to Perth. Are, Flights and you know what airlines are like when take out a second mortgage. Exactly, but that's the beauty of Adelaide is that you know uh, I know uh, I know we talk about Warnball a lot on this show, but a lot of my mates from home, you know, it's six hour drive, Jared. You know that that yeah. a lot of them headed over for for the weekend. It's a ten hour drive from Melbourne, and you know there were thousands and thousands and thousands of interstate people who who went into to Adelaide to enjoy their team's game and then they stayed for, you know, one or two or three other games and, you know, they stayed two or three nights and that's two or three breakfasts and lunches and dinners. The, the money that they were tipping into the town, it's, it is a, an unbelievably worthwhile venture and that's the beauty of big-time sport coming to your city. So, yeah, I, I absolutely commend um, the SA government and I love what, uh, what Peter Malinaskis, that Premier, has done, you know, uh, we've spoken before, um, Paul, about the Adelaide 500, which, you know, he promised to bring back if they voted him in. And they voted him straight in and he brought it back. And it was, you know, there was over 250,000 people there last December. And, Timmy, he's, got, he's got State of Origin going there in a couple of weeks' time. He's got Live Golf at the Grange this weekend. He's bringing a lot to South Australia. I think he's putting Adelaide back on the map, which I love. Uh, and he's doing that through big-time sport. And, I mean... We're preaching to the converted, aren't we? we we have sports yeah. fans, so yeah. we know that sport works and sport brings crowds and um, who's, who you know want to come in and drink beer and uh, eat breakfast and you know uh, spend a lot of money. So like that's that's what sport can do. So I, I think it's awesome for the SA government and for Adelaide what this weekend has done. I, I think what next weekend has done. Like a lot of the people were talking, you know, and. and we spoke about this last week, guys. Live golfers are on every billboard. I think they'll be blown away when they all rock into town and a couple of the boys were, were at the footy last night in Adelaide. Um, that I think the golf will be a huge success next weekend and, um, you know, the Adelaide 500 will be bigger. You know, already they've got Robbie Williams at that, at that um, the, the grand final of the supercars. So, yeah, like, they're doing some cool things over there.
Jimmy, I guess one of the talking points on AFL 360 tonight, it's going to be in the media all week, is is the booing of Jason Horn Francis. Um, where does this end up? Uh, you know, I I agree with Dermot Brereton, who spoke on the weekend, and uh, he sort of hated the fact that we no longer have villains and we're no longer allowed to boo anymore. Like when he grew up, when I, you know, when I was growing up watching Dermot Brereton, you know, you'd go to a, a Hawthorne Dermot. game and Dermot Brereton would get targeted by the opposition and booed because he was the villain and he was the ultimate villain and he played up to it. Uh, just lines have become so blurred at the moment that you can't boo anyone without having a, a, a complete meltdown. And, and if anyone, you know, points to Adam Goods, like, Please spare me. That that was a completely different factor, yeah, and different. it brought great shame on the game and Australian sport the way his career ended. Um, but you know, Jason Horn Francis at the end of the day was a number one draft pick. He stayed at the football club that that picked him for twelve months before he got the hell out of there. So he's going to become a villain to opposition clubs, and uh, you know, it can be. I'm in the camp that it can be sort of almost fun to, to have that villain-type figure that you boo. So uh, I know Ken Hinckley backed his man um, uh, to the hilt Saturday night. But the one thing that you can't do, and we saw this with the Adam Good situation, is tell people what to do. Um, and, and that's the danger, that if we start as a commu- football community trying to tell people, do not do this, do not do that, you know what they're going to do? Exact, the exact opposite of what you not, don't want them to do. And that's what we had with Adam Goods. So uh, I think it's harmless for mine. And I grew up in that era where, you know, if you didn't like someone, you did boo them. Um, Timmy, so, I, yeah. I think the difference, as you said, park Adam Goods. But here in Queensland, two players always stand out. When when Wally Lewis ventured into to New South Wales, he was booed relentlessly. That was because he was so good. If Richard Hadley was playing cricket here in Australia, our crowds booed them. The difference is these guys are established stars that have been in the game for many, many seasons. I think Ken's more concerned this is a 19-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, and and I can't argue with that. Um, The fact that... uh, But at the end of the day, he, he was the one who... He and his management group walked out on North Melbourne 12 months into their tenure there because he wanted to, to take the enormous cash that Port Adelaide was throwing at him. So that comes with a price. So um, where does it lead to? I, I, I don't know, to answer your question. Like, I, I don't know how the this will play out, but I know that if you keep telling people not to boo this guy, then we know time he hops do. on a yes. plane and definitely comes into Melbourne, he's going to get booed like hell. Uh, and he was probably only lucky that, you know, the, the time when they did play North Melbourne this year was down in, in Hobart where they didn't really care two hoots for him but he's going to have to deal with this for a long time and potentially all of his career so um it's not a quick fix people aren't going to stop booing just because ken hinckley cracked it at his post-match press conference on on saturday night and um, yeah my gut feel jared you're right they will go harder jimmy if this anzac day match wasn't big enough it's certainly grown in stature after the weekend with the bombers that's going to be something else next tuesday collingwood v essendon yeah, how good is it? Um, round six, you know, you've got second versus third with Essendon versus Collingwood, both four and one, and, and the Bombers flying. Like how, it's actually good to see after what they've been through. And you've also got on Sunday afternoon, first versus fourth, so St, St Kilda and Carlton, which will be fabulous as well. But, yeah, I mean, Anzac Day has been sold out since Christmas, guys. Like, it's ridiculous how early that, that it is the one event 
game I think we have where everyone wants to go, whether you're barrack for Collingwood and Essendon or not. Um, I, I honestly think they could sell the MCG out four times um, this Tuesday coming for, for how big Essendon and Collingwood will be. So there will be 95,000 plus. It will be an unbelievable stage, and it always is, whether one team's on the bottom and one team's on the top. It, it doesn't matter, but the fact that they're both up the top um, adds serious spice. Uh, both are going to be missing players like Zach Merritt. Yes, they rubbed out for a week, the, the Bombers' captain, um, for that sling tackle. Uh, Collingwood have all sorts of injury worries uh, as well. So, yeah, it's it's probably going to be both teams not quite at their best. Um, but, yeah, what a stage it'll be, Anzac Day. Timmy, coaches night. Who's on this evening on AFL 360? Uh, one winner and one loser out of the weekend. John Longmire, her, the Swans were so good. I mean, talk about undermanned teams. The Swans are missing so many. So John Longmire will join us from Sydney. And then Stuart Jew is a really interesting one. He'll join us from the Gold Coast. Um, the Suns were, were so brave for so long on Friday against the Dockers, but uh, let another game slip. And they sit, uh, where do they sit? Third last on the ladder with just one win after the opening five weeks of the season. So... Stuart Jew has a lot on his plate right now. Um, he'll be fascinating to listen to tonight, Stuart Jew and John Longmire. Now, Kevin with a K has got a question for you, Tim. It reads, if you had the option of attending Gather Round or going to, to Bathurst for the supercars, what would you do? Uh, now, Kevin might know me well enough to say that I'm probably a Bathurst person. Um, but Gather Round is um, that, it's a serious um, attraction. And the fact that Adelaide has it locked in for the next three years and then I think there'll be an un, a, a, an unbelievably large bidding war to try and get it beyond that. So, yeah, what a success it's been. Um, the AFL has hit gold with uh, just copying what the NRL did with Magic Round. <laughs> Johnny Ralph made mention of it. That the, they're very good at copying and then making out it's their own idea. Exactly, yeah. But they're making plenty of money out of it, so well done to them. <laughs> That's true. Good on you, Timmy. Always a pleasure, mate. We'll catch up later in the week. Yeah, have a great week, guys.